Welcome aboard, my listening audience. <sighs> I I just I've been grumpy today. I went for a run, and I enjoyed the run, although I was feeble and lame at it. And uh, then my left ankle froze up. So I've basically, since about 9 o'clock this morning, I have been walking around on what amounts to one foot. Like, yeah. Like, one foot that works, you know, the way a foot's supposed to, it's sort of like a little flipper that you plod around on the floor with. Um, the right one's been doing okay. My left one has basically been all seized up and cranky and made me somewhat foul-tempered. Only somewhat. Ugh, aging. Not fun. Just for the record. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. But, you know, could be worse. Could be... Oh, right, right. Could be raining, and it is. Cool. So, with that, I think I will dive in to the music part of the Joe Public Show, the public record with Joe Public. That's me. Thank you for tuning in, if you're tuning in. Um, hopefully doing this will make me slightly feel better. That's my hope, anyway. And I won't feel so much like smashing things up.
Well, somehow that's better. At least it's better than like 10 minutes ago. That's Ultravox, the original lineup of the band uh, featuring John Fox, not Midger. Nothing against Midger, but that version rocked a little more. A lot more, actually. Actually, they rocked, whereas the Midger version was just kind of pretty a lot of the time. Anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, before that, the Queers with Monster Zero. I've been on kind of a weird, um, as I, you know, walk the dog or drive around aimlessly, fearing for the future. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Um, it, 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 I've been on this weird thing where I've, I've been like going back and listening to like old pop punk stuff and that's odd for me because generally speaking like it uh, that stuff just uh, there was a time it was a time where that was like super the thing i was into and then it was it just became fingernails on a chalkboard for me for a few years and yeah like 10 years i think so there's that um but i've been revisiting it and i had totally forgotten how much i love that song that song is so cool bass part alone is just killer so thank you thank you to the queers and i saw uh in my socials media that uh the got a new record coming out so right on mr joe king uh, i am i'm happy to know you're still alive and kicking and 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 at it um because you're a good dude and uh i'll check out the new record and maybe play it on my show how's that sound person who isn't listening right now <laughs> But so this is the weird thing is this. okay? so this is going to end up like being posted as a podcast and somebody could hear it, you know, like in Italy and which I'm not just saying randomly because apparently there is a crazy huge pop punk fan scene in Italy. Who knew? Like it's the center of the pop punk universe. Anyway, somebody in Italy could listen and say, hey, uh, Joe King. Uh, Joe Public, he said your your new record. He's gonna play it. That was the, that's the worst Italian accent I've ever done ever. Wow. I'm gonna take my aspiring voice um, voiceover actor card and just burn it right now. I'm 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 done. I don't know why did I even try that. That was weird. Anyway, it can happen. Before that, the liars are, are rather just liars. There's no the on the records, right? They're just liars. Um, help you in. And the Dan started us off with Smash It Up, parts one and two. Hmm. I have a guitar. Actually, I have my oldest guitar in my collection. Uh, it's a Fender Telecaster that has a Smash It Up sticker on the front of it. And that sticker has been on that guitar since 1986. Wow. That's crazy. That's a durable damn sticker the rest of the guitar is thrash the sticker is looking good though <laughs> i'm laughing that's a good thing because i wasn't doing that a lot earlier today um as i mentioned in the open my ankle hurts like bad because i ran and no nothing was chasing me i just ran because i'm that's a thing i'm doing because i'm tired of being a fat ass um so there you go. Yeah. 
just gonna breathe maybe anyway so the other thing i was i was doing and it's this is funny i realized like i've stuck this song in my queue to play for the last three shows at least and haven't played it and i thought well, why do i keep skipping over it and i realized i just did it because i'm lame so i'm gonna play it as uh, roxy music and without this song there would be no punk rock Yeah. 
Well, that's awkward. Got my headphones stuck on one ear, and I, I like I'm trying to turn on the mic and get the headphone. This is what I get for just not focusing. Yes. <sighs> so that was Big Star. Big Star is great. That song's called Feel, and that's a great song. That's why I played it. So there you have that. Um, before that, T Rex Mumbo Son. Is it Mambo or Mambo? I think it's probably Mambo. Mambo is probably what my, my mom would have said. Harry Nielsen with Jump Into the Fire and Roxy Music with Editions of You started us off. There you go. That's that set. Do you feel informed? I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record. You know, um, I, I'm so without digressing a whole bunch, like last year, last year, we didn't have we didn't do semi traditional holiday thing here. My family went on a trip, um, and the trip was was everybody's present. There there weren't any other presents, and so like it, it's amazing to me how easy it was for me to just slide into that mindset of nope, don't want anything, don't need anything, and then I got you know schooled on the fact that. It's Christmas. You need to have a list of stuff in case people like you enough to want to buy you stuff. So I, I made a list, and then I realized, like, I think it was yesterday morning. I realized that, like, the one thing that's on my list that I absolutely want is a new mic boom for the old public studios here because this hunk of this is a piece of garbage. I bought this super cheap years ago just to have a boom um, for doing simple, just like just quickie recording kind of stuff. And oh, it's just, it's terrible. It's, it's earlier tonight. In fact, when I was getting set up, I went to adjust it and it popped right out of its stand. I'm just like, what the hell? Um, so yeah, that's top of my list. Um, I also put a new like um, shock mount because as you can tell this one's not very good I shouldn't be able to bang on it and have you actually hear me banging on it that's just it's lame ah substandard equipment that's basically what it comes down to I need to have less stub substandard equipment Joe Public, Public Record, this is Grouch Night. I'm grouchy. I was grouchy. I'm actually getting less grouchy. I've, I've had a glass of wine. And uh, I, I, I put on my comfy socks. Um, it's, it's what passes for cold in California here right now. So I'm here in, in lovely uh, middle of frickin' nowhere, California. And, the, and it's cold. It's cold for where we are. So there. And so I have comfy socks that I bought at like REI or something like that and they're on my feet and they're making me happier so there there you go um so I was talking like just random stuff music stuff that was I was running into and this is another thing I ran into and um and it's cool and I'm not going to pre-announce it I'm just going to play it so there you go
sitting on the door. That bucket of blood stayed open till four. Ain't hard to find a great big neon sign. They all just said three things: whiskey, beer, and wine. Hardwood bar, rickety stool, cigarette machine, selling camels and coops. You can solve your problems one drink at a time.
on a rainy morning, yeah, could be on a rainy night. Well, old Staggerly, Billy the Lions had a great big fight. Talking about the bad man, coming cruel, Staggerly. Staggerly and Billy the Lion, the man gambled late. Old Staggerly threw seven. Billy swore that he threw it. Talking about the bad man. Come and cruel Staggerly. Billy said to Staggerly, man, you can't go with that. You know you done won all my money. Now my brand new Stetson hat. Oh, my dear bread man. Come and cruel Staggerly. Billy said to Staggerly, man, please don't you take my life. You know I got two lovely children. Man, the very lovely one, join my deep bad man. Come and cruise, Staggerly. Well, I can't about your two little babies down, your darling loving wife. You know you done won my magic hat. Man, you bound to lose your life. Talking about the bad man. Come and cruise, Staggerly. Staggerly, shot Billy. Shot that boy so bad, you know that the bullets went through Billy. Brought the bartenders looking bled. Torn my deep bad man. Coming cruise Staggerly. Guitar sang. Come on. Again. Tingling. If you ever go down to New Orleans, down the Lion Club, off what you be, stepping in building lion blood, talking about the bad man, coming cruise slightly. Police officers, how can it be? You done, you done arrested everybody. Some cruel old staggerly, torn by the bad man. Coming cruel staggerly. Be on rainy morning, yeah, could be on a rainy night. Well, old staggerly. Billy the Lions had a great big fight, torn by the bad man. Coming cruel daily Guitar Sam
were 15 again, I think I would decide like with what I know now in my head, I would decide to learn how to flat pick acoustic guitar. Cause that's amazing. It's incredible to be able to do that much with one instrument and just your hands. Um, and then if I was truly ambitious, I would have somebody teach me how to sing and you know, I don't know. I could have, I don't know. Just would have been cool. Uh, that was Taj Mahal with Staggerly. Rory Gallagher before that with Bad Penny. Um, Rory Gallagher, like, is one of those people who, if you're a guitar player and you're my age, you totally know who he is. And otherwise, like, people don't know at all. They don't know this Irish cat who was just phenomenal. He was so good. He was so good. At one point, like, there were three different like major bands that were going through lineup changes that were going after him. Um, David Coverdale said uh, Roy Gallagher was his first choice to replace Richie Blackmore in Deep Purple when Blackmore quit um, and was pretty much the consensus choice for everybody else, but uh, didn't go that way. So there you go. Um, before that, Albert Collins with Ice Pick and Buddy Guy started us off with whiskey, beer, and wine. Which is in this whole genre of blues songs that are all about how, man, every old blues guy, like, like okay, rock stars think they're amazing because there's, like, drink a whole bottle of Jack Daniels or, you know, did, like, rails off of a hooker or whatever. Old blues guys did that and also drank all the beer, the wine, and the whiskey at the same time and, and didn't you know didn't die from it so yeah uh old blues dudes for the win right there i think i don't know i don't know the win question mark this is joe public you're on the public record or you're listening to the public record i'm on the public record here in the beautiful public studios i did get an i did get a new lamp i got a new lamp and I'm I'm very happy about that because um, my office, which doubles as the amazing public studios, doubles as my recording room, um, like was severely lacking in illumination. Let's put it that way. And I got a cool like weird colored like smart bulb for it. So like right now I'm a wash in purple. <laughs> So I have that in common with Prince. That's it. That's basically it. I need to play more music. I uh, don't know why I wanted to play this one. Maybe because I was talking about Owies. So here we go. Owie music. <laughs>
single record producer and recording engineer knows that the general public doesn't and that singers and guitar players don't acknowledge is that what makes a band great is the rhythm section it's the drummer and the bass player that is what makes a band great and you can have good songs you can even have great songs but if the rhythm section is kind of weak on them yeah it, it's it's lacking um and i say this because i just played and I, I realized i do this often i play joe jackson probably way more than people think i should oh that was horrible i uh add to my list a cough button um the uh yeah that that uh people um probably don't understand why i play a play so much joe jackson it's it's entirely because of one guy and i've said his name before i'm going to say it again maybe some of you walk away knowing that there is this man in the world his name is graham maybe and he is an amazing bass player he might actually be like one of the hmm, three or four best bass players in the world and that's who was playing on that song and i know that because i met him i'm i'm he was um he didn't just play with Joe Jackson's band. He played with a few other bands and he was like doing a, a paid gig with some band that played at the Berkeley square when I was in college. And, um, my friend Jamie dragged me to the show specifically to see him play, which I thought was hella weird. Like, okay, I've never heard of this band and you don't really even know this band and you're going to go see their bass player. And I went, just because that seemed so random that I had to do it. 
and I went and I was floored. Then, then the you know the music was fine. The band was okay. Um, I have no recollection of who it was, but I do remember meeting him because it was not the most well attended show, and so there was a chance to actually like go up and say hi. And uh, my dear friend Jamie McCormick, um, who could be very gregarious with his uh, friends and people that he knows. Um, and in some contexts, in some contexts with people he doesn't know, but mostly was just a very, very shy young man. And it was very difficult for him to come out of his shell and talk to people that he didn't know. Um, this has never been a problem for me. And I like marched us right up to Grim maybe. And I, I said, Hey, this is my friend, Jamie. He made me come to the show to see you play. And I'm really glad he did. And then the two of them talked and that was kind of cool to watch that whole thing transpire because it was one like amazing musician talking to another amazing musician and and that was that was fun anyway graham maybe maybe look him up on the duck him or google him or whatever thing that you do when you're searching i'm not judging just do it and um see what he's played on maybe he's played on a record you love it's possible before that jawbreaker with gutless uh that's from their debut record which most people don't have most people don't know um and it's one of those things of like like poor jawbreaker you know first they got washed up into the flotsam of the uh whole nirvana sub pop thing where you know are they a grunge band may they're a little punky for a grunge band kind of thing but they recorded um with Steve Albini and famously like that's the record that made Kurt Cobain want to record with Steve Albini way too much press for you know young guys who didn't have a clue and then they get swept up in the like the tail like the what's the wake of Green Day and they really didn't fit in they were not a pop punk band they were more like arty you know and heavier and everything. I know like people who just didn't like uh, Blake's voice or they thought he was kind of a crappy guitar player, but that's another band that's actually great because the rhythm section was great. So there you go. Super Chunk, Slack Motherfucker. That's the E. Actually, we got the E earlier with the queer song, Monster Zero. Um, and uh, Dinosaur Jr., Feel the Pain, started us off. There we go. It was kind of like a... 90s then into the 80s thing there okay maybe sort of sort of kind of i'm joe public you're listening to the public record and uh this uh so every time i see uh chino mctweedy on tv or come across my news feed or like in a news story anytime i see a picture of him i hear this song in my head so now you have it too there we go.
myself to sleep at night I bore myself in broad daylight Cause I'm bored Just another slimy bore song for a lot of people in 2020 it's weird to think that actually if you're bored maybe things are going okay for you compared to others who don't have time for boredom because they're in utter terror or are unemployed or are you know the, the list goes on and on and on it spirals on and on if the worst thing that's going on in your life is that you're bored you're doing all right there you go. Uh, them Crooked Vultures before that with New Fang. Talking Heads with Izimbra by request. And The Hives with Walk Idiot Walk. Oh my. Um, so I posted up in the chat the link to um, somebody who put in all of the effort to create a very official looking website for the Donald J. Trump, presidentiallibrary.com, djtrumplibrary.com. You absolutely have to look at this it is hilarious sad but also hilarious i love it when people can just take reality and turn it into just funny um and so i thought about that like you know as i was playing walk idiot walk i love the hives and there's there's just parts of that song that just i hear them in my head every time i see that orange dumpster fire anywhere and so i had to get it off my chest i had to play the song it's a good song anyway so there we go there we actually go i'm joe public you're listening to the public record i got into the dumbest argument with one of my friends 
over chat. And it spiraled into a level of stupid that I couldn't believe because it was going nowhere. I mean, it was totally, it was the classic thing of you're arguing about something that's utterly and completely subjective, like whether or not you are fond of the color green. And that's a dumb argument. That's the definition of the dumbest possible argument that you can have because you're both right. Like if I love green and you hate green, we're both right. I can love it and you can hate it. And it, what you feel and what I feel doesn't matter to to the other at all. It doesn't matter. It's utterly subjective. It's an aesthetic choice, right? So he and I have had this argument. It's not even an argument. I actually think it's because he runs out of stuff to talk to me about. And so he drifts into these conversations about stuff that cannot be resolved. Case in point, uh, he has maintained that all Led Zeppelin albums are basically greatest hits albums. Um, that And that when one is talking about them and their body of work, there are great songs and somewhat less great songs. And so if you say that you, like one of their songs is the, like you don't like it, he'll say, oh, so then to you, that's their worst best song. And he and I have been going around and around and around and around on this. And we got into it on the on text the other night. And then <laughs> because it's not going anywhere, and, and I think because he can tell I'm getting bored with it, he drags his son, his middle child, who I adore. He's a wonderful guy. So any opportunity to interact with him. And, and this was strategic. He knew... My friend knew that any opportunity I had to interact with his middle child was going to make me really excited about the conversation and less likely to abandon it. And so he ropes him in and then he's proceeding to just methodically, he's like, okay, well, let's look at this clinically and in a methodical way. And so what he's doing is he's queued up all the Led Zeppelin records on Spotify and he's going to listen to them in order like songs, every album in order, and he's going through them and then he's shooting text messages into the conversation going, well, this dad, this song kind of... Anyway, we got into this whole like dumb side argument about how a specific song isn't heavy at all. Like, it's he just thinks it's moody. And I think it's kind of the definition of heavy and so i'm gonna play it so there you go ah yes and somebody screams in pain no don't play Led zeppelin i don't care Uh, i had a bad day i'm playing this song this is no quarter by Led zeppelin i mean listen to that it's all squishy and weird if you have a like oil lamp turn it on or just blink a lot (laughs) squint there you go
know they won't be home tonight. The snow falls hard, and don't you know? The winds of Thor are blowing cold. They're wearing steel, it's bright and true.
And that's The Replacements with I Will Dare, with a nice guest guitar solo for one Peter Buck, um, I guess. <laughs> Rolling Stones before that, Stray Cat Blues, 10 Years After, I'd Love to Change the World. I think that's that uh, 10 Years After song is one of my stealth like top 10 all-time favorite songs. I don't know why. It's just It's just like one of those things, like every time I hear it, I go, oh yeah, I really like that song. And No Quarter by Led Zeppelin, which is hella heavy. My friend who said otherwise is just wrong. Ha. Huh. And now I've said it on the internet out loud. And it will go into the podcast verse. And he cannot thwart that unless he makes his own podcast. Which he might do simply because if he were to find out somehow or might be listening tonight and find out that I just totally threw him under the argument bus, he might just start a podcast just to re- rebut me, refute me, rebut me. I don't know. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record. I am in a much better mood than I was when I got on this microphone earlier, so I thank you for that. I appreciate it so much that I get to do this uh, once a week, you know? It's 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 one of those weird things, like um, one of my experiences that I have with my band is that generally speaking, I every time I have a band rehearsal scheduled, I dread it. I start to fidget and get uncomfortable and nervous, and I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Once I get there and I start playing, I'm fine, but I never want to go to band rehearsal, ever. Like, I'm that guy who plays in the cover band who would be okay if we never rehearsed again. Um, And that's, yeah, that's just, that's me. And it happens with gigs sometimes, too. We'll have a gig, and I don't want to go. And I get there, and I play, and I'm fine. But I do find that when I'm doing this show, I don't have that feeling. I look forward to it. I get nervous that I'm unprepared. Um and therefore will let you all down. Um, so, yeah, there's that, but that's silly, um, and I know it's silly, so I don't pay much attention to it. Anyway, I am not going to come back on mic. I'm just going to go out with music again. Um, I've got a cool... This is a cool song from uh, an obscure record, and um, it's going to sound super familiar to you, and um, the only way to know what it is is if you go check it out in the show notes of the podcast or go to my Facebook page. Ha! Have a good rest of the week. Stay safe. Be healthy. Shit's bad right now. Um, and Oh, actually, I have one more thing. One more thing before I go into this song. Best news story of the day is about a dude who was running from the FBI. You can look this up online. Guy was um, involved in this huge Ponzi scheme, like just like robbing people blind. Um, and he was on the run. He was on the lam from the FBI. And they chased him in a car pursuit. He had a truck. He like jumps out of his truck. He gets to Lake Shasta up in, in north northern California. Gets to Lake Shasta jumps out of his truck, takes something out of the back of the truck, and jumps in the water and disappears. He had, like, an underwater, electric underwater scooter, like, 
something out of a James Bond film. And this was his escape plan. This dude was going to try and like go across the lake and not be caught. And he got caught because of bubbles. The FBI tracked the bubbles and they caught him. That's hilarious. Best news story of the day. Anyway, I'm going to go into this. Uh, music that Jules, that's going to sound familiar. But it's not from a record I bet you have. So there you go. See you next week. There's no way out of here when you come in, you're in for good. There was no promise made, the part you played, the chance you took. There are no boundaries set, the time and yet you wasted still. Like grains of sand, you watch it go There's no time to be lost You'll pay the cost, so get it right There's no way out of here When you come in, you're in for good
better share.